everyone, I am so glad that you can join me in this podcast today, wherever you are listening, whether that is in your home, in your bedroom, or even the car, or even on your way to school, or on your way to the workplace. I'm so glad that you can be joining me today and listening to this podcast. Okay, so just a bit of introduction. My name is Janice, and I am 17 years old. I just turned 17 years old. Um... And I am currently living in Australia, but I'm originally from Indonesia. And I'm here in Australia because I go to university here. So that's a bit of introduction. And I guess something else that you should know is I'm the youngest in my family and I have a big sister. And both of my parents are also here with me in Australia and they are so so great and we've just been together ever since ever since COVID started so I guess that's one positive thing that we can take away from COVID (laughs) okay so I was asked to make five episodes or five podcast audio for this project and I decided to go with the theme of how I found So I'm going to be telling you a series of stories and things which describes how I found. So I will be having um, an episode which discusses how I found my identity or how I found my confidence. Um, But today we are talking about how I found Jesus. So in this today's, in today's episode, I'm just going to be talking about my story of how I met Jesus and how I became, how I really, really became a Christian and a follower of Christ. So I'm just going to start at the very beginning. So, I was always born in a Christian family, in a Christian household. My mom is a pastor and my dad also works in ministry. He sometimes preaches as well, but mostly it's my mom that preaches. So, she preaches almost every single day. But, as a pastor's kid, ironically, they never, my parents never really forced me to read the Bible or go to church or even go to youth group. So they gave me the choice whether or not I want to go to church or to Sunday school or to youth group. But when I was very young, they did actually bring me to Sunday school. But when I got a little bit older, they never forced me to go to church or read the Bible or even pray. So that's what they did. And so I never really did go to church even though I am a pastor's kid because they gave me the choice not to go, I actually didn't go to church every week. Well, I did go to church sometimes, but not every week. So you can imagine how that is. Um, and in Sunday school, you know, you're taught all of these stories in the Bible like Daniel and the lion's den or King David and or David and Goliath and the story of Jesus' crucifixion on the cross and that he rose three days later. And because I was told these stories, I believed that they were true. I didn't have any doubt that they were not true. So I grew up listening to all these stories and I I just believed in them. I know about Jesus. I know the story of how he was beaten to death and hung up on the cross and rose again three days later. But that was just it. I knew these stories and I believed in them, but I didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus. 
because I never really thought about it. I mean, I know all these stories that were written in the Bible, but I just, I don't know. I just, I didn't have any deep connection with it or any relationship with Jesus. So fast forward, I was homeschooled, by the way. So um, the very first time I went to public school was actually an international school in Indonesia and even even though it was public uh, my class they actually had very little students I think one class last time I had 12 or 13 kids and actually I actually really like it because we get to be really close friends but since it was a transition from being homeschooled into a public school of course I wanted to fit in (laughs) And so, um, I try to fit in and things, time passes by and things went on as normal. And at the age of 10 years old, I believe, 9 or 10 years old, something happened. Um, it was December 31st, so it was New Year's Eve. And I decided that I was going to go out of my house and ride a bike. Yep. And it just rained and I was very bored at home because it was school holidays and I decided, you know what, I'm just going to take out my bike and ride, ride, ride them or cycle just a little bit around the neighborhood so that I won't be bored. (laughs) So that's what I decided to do. I put on my sandals, I grabbed my bike from, from the back of our house and I brought them out to the front door. So my house, we have this two steps of stairs that you have to go up before you get into the front porch. So I got the bike from the back of the house and I went through the front door and I went down these two steps that we had in the front of the house. And since it just rained, the floors were very, very slippery and I slipped and I fell and then I blacked out. That happened. I think that was the age of nine years old. And my dad, he was actually there with me as well. He was helping me with a bike but I think my sandals were very slippery that I just slipped and fell and I blacked out and I woke up on the ground and my dad was screaming and my mom was bringing out towels because I realized that I had hit my face on the concrete side of the porch (laughs) that does sound a, a little bit scary but I hit my face right on the nose right in the middle of my nose I hit it on the concrete right on my porch and i had blood everywhere and yes it's a very scary very scary moment they rushed me to the hospital and we actually had to wait a few hours until there was a doctor because it was new year's eve long story short um, the doctor finally came i got temporary stitches they sent me back home but they found out that the no that the bones in my nose had been bent backwards and so they have to do surgery on me the next day so they sent me home i slept and the next morning we went to the hospital and i i got into surgery and i had to wear a cast on my face for for a whole week but they, but they also gave me like long long cotton balls that stuck up to my nose for three days so for three days i couldn't breathe (laughs) from my nose i had to breathe through my mouth so that's what happened and my dad 
after I started to recover, he he told me, did you, he said to me, and he said, you know, when when you fell right in front of me, it felt like the whole world was going in slow motion because I got so scared of what might happen. And when you were midair, I noticed, I feel like, your body shifted a little bit in the air and I feel like if that hadn't happened you could have hit yourself in the head and you probably could have died when he told me that I was so shocked because it was as if someone shifted my body mid-air or did something to make sure that I didn't hit my head and possibly die so that was the very first miracle, the most visible, I guess I would say. I know miracles happen every single day, but this one is something that really, really was very visible to me. So everything was great. The surgery went great. Work has for a week, but then got it off. And I still have a scar on my nose, but you can't really see it now. And I, I do feel a little bit like Harry Potter with a scar on my face, but everything went well everything's all good now that was the very first miracle that i witnessed in my own life even 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 with that miracle at nine years old i actually didn't didn't think of jesus as anything even though it was so apparent that he is real but i never thought about jesus fast forward high school Starting high school, I wanted to fit in really, really badly. I think a lot of us, maybe most of you know how that feels. I, after the transition from being homeschooled to a public school, I wanted to fit in so badly. And so I tried to do these things like change my personality or make friends with only specific people, not everyone, just to try to get people to like me. And if you're one of those people who are like me, who are a people pleaser, then you would understand how much pressure that you have on your shoulders when you want to be someone else, when you want to be liked by every single person that you meet. And at first, I felt fine with having that pressure because I thought, oh, it's worth it. It's okay. I'll have this pressure. It's fine. As long as people like me. But one year became two years and then three years and before you know it i got so tired of trying to fit in i just i get so exhausted of trying to fit in that i started to have anxiety and maybe a little bit of depression because one time i had a panic attack actually and i think it might be caused by my immense desire to try to fit in and please everyone that I meet. So I got this pressure on me and this anxiety that I have. And I thought, you know what? I just can't do this anymore. I'm tired of having this pressure on me and I need a way to stop it. And, you know, in my school, in this international Christian school, such an amazing school, by the way, um, we always have this praise and worship session before we start class every single morning for about 15 to 30 minutes and we have devotion so you know when i was feeling very anxious and a bit depressed i asked my mom because she's a pastor i asked her you know what mom i'm just 
I feel like I can't do it anymore. I feel like no one likes me in my school and I feel the need to please everyone and make everyone like me. What do I do? That's what I asked her. And she just said, well, did you know that you can always come to Jesus? And I was like, oh, right, there is Jesus. There is this man called Jesus. And I've heard great stories about him. Why don't I just come to him? <laughs> so that's what happened. And because my school does worship every single morning, and I love, love music ever since I was a little girl. And I thought, okay, you know what? I d- I'm deciding that I'm going to play a worship song every single night before I go to bed. And I'm just going to talk to this man named Jesus. The, the man that I hear from my Sunday school since I was a little girl. So I decided for every single night that I was going to listen to a worship song. Maybe one or two worship songs. And guess what? Every single night, I would just play a worship song and I won't even sing to the songs. I would just start to cry because I was so tired and I would start to cry in my bedroom at night And I would just tell him every single thing that I was feeling. I would tell him, Jesus, I'm tired. Jesus, I'm feeling this way. And I would just cry. And every single night, I would go to bed with a swollen eye because I would cry really hard and use up a lot of tissue because I would, you know, wipe those tears away. And I need lots of tissues for that. So two weeks passed by. I still listened to the worship music. And one night, this is the night that my life really, really changed and I became a follower of Christ. One night, I played a worship song in my bedroom, just like usual, and I was playing this song called Beauty for Ashes. That song talks about Jesus um, washing you, making you new. I was listening to that song and suddenly all the pressure all the anxiety, this heavy weight in my back, in my heart, it just feels like it's been lifted off. Just like that, in probably two seconds. And I felt so much love and peace start to flow into my heart that I got so happy that I started to even dance in my room. Yeah, no kidding. I I started to dance in my room and jump up and down. And that night, I really felt what I call, what I know now. Back then, I didn't know what it was called, but now I know that it was called God's presence. God's presence filled my heart with love and peace and joy that it's just an overwhelming feeling and so joyful that I can't even describe it well enough here as I speak on this mic in this podcast. And another fact is, after I finished worshipping that night, um, my mom had actually accidentally opened the door to my bedroom earlier when I was listening to the worship song. She opened and then she saw that I was having a moment and so she closed it again. But later on, after I finished my worship session in my bedroom, I got out and my mom started to walk towards me and she said, did you know earlier when I accidentally opened your the door to your room that I saw a beautiful angel sitting right next to you? And this angel had rainbows and it was 
just such a good, such an amazing sight to see. That's what she said. And I thought to myself, you know what? That is no coincidence. The night that I felt God's presence in my bedroom, the night that I felt this pressure lifted off of my chest, off of my heart, this heavy feeling. My mom saw an angel. That just couldn't be a coincidence. That night, I decided that I was going to be a follower of Christ. I want to be Jesus' follower. And my dreams of becoming a pop singer and famous artist changed. I just wanted to be a worshiper. All in one night, that changed. And then the following year, I decided that I was going to get baptized. And we were actually planning a trip to go to Israel. So I eventually got baptized in the Jordan River, the exact place where Jesus got baptized, which is such a humbling experience and probably one of the best days of my life. The day that I got to really give my life to Jesus and declare it and shout it over, over just over the whole world that I'm finally... A follower of Jesus and you know what I know that this podcast this episode is titled how I found Jesus but the truth is Jesus found me I mean he's never left in the first place he's always been there and for crying out loud I never even bother to look for him I never even had the initiative to come to Jesus or even decided to have a personal relationship with him. But I only came to him when I was really desperate. But guess what? Even though I didn't try to look for him, he's always been there. He's been waiting and he's saying, you know what? I'm just going to wait until you are ready. And so Although this podcast is titled How I Found Jesus, the truth is he is the one that found me. In my darkest moment right there, the night that changed my life, Jesus found me and made me new and washed me white as snow. That's what the song Beauty for Ashes says. And that song has been close to my heart ever since then. And that was the story of how Jesus found me. So, I don't know who you are or where you are watching this, but if you sometimes feel alone or anxious or worried, just know that even though maybe you're not trying to find Jesus, maybe you're not trying to find hope in him, he will probably go through every single obstacle or every single shield that you are holding up just to come and find you in your darkest moments and just tell you that he loves you so much. So that's it for today's podcast. And I hope that my story is going to bless the people that are going to hear this once it's published. And I pray and hope that if you feel like you haven't been found yet, that you would realize that Jesus has always been there and he's still waiting if you haven't received him yet. 
and I pray that your life is just going to be filled with love, hope, and peace, and joy. Okay, but before we end this, I just want to quickly say a prayer for everyone that is listening. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that I get to have this opportunity to speak to people, Lord, and to tell them about my story and the story of how you found me, how you healed me, how you made me new. Lord, I pray for every single person out there that is right now feeling hopeless or lost. Lord, I pray that they will their eyes would be opened and they would see that you have always been there since day one, since the day that they were in their mother's womb. Lord, I pray that their eyes would be opened, that they would know that you have never left them, that you have everything in control and that they can always, always trust you. And Lord, I pray that if they feel lost, that they can now know that they are found they no longer have to feel afraid because the God who created the whole earth, who created the heavens, the earth, the grounds, the trees, the birds, love them so much and that you are in control. So I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity and I pray protection and blessing follow everyone. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So that's it for this episode's podcast and I can't wait to meet you or (laughs) talk to you again on the next episode and yeah so thank you so much everyone for listening to me and listening to my story and i'll see you next time bye